Hello and welcome to Discovering the Jewish Jesus with Rabbi Schneider. I'm your host, Dustin Roberts, and today we'll be discovering the mystery of how to walk in God's will. Many of us spend our lives trying to please the Lord in one way or another. But what exactly does it mean to walk in a manner that's worthy of the Lord? That's the question Rabbi Schneider addresses today in a message that he's titled, How to Walk in God's Will. It's part of our study on apostolic prayers. And if you'd like to take notes today, just download Rabbi's study guides at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. But right now, here's Rabbi coming to us from the land of Israel. Welcome today to Discovering the Jewish Jesus from Jerusalem. Behind me, you can see Mount Zion. I'm really excited today to bring you a message from the Word of God right from the city that our King was crucified in. The grace of God is still pouring out to the world from Jerusalem, and when Yeshua returns, beloved, His manifest glory is gonna first hit right here. Now, it's fascinating today as we go to the book of Colossians that the first verse starts out in a very unique way. Hear the word of God as I read the book of Colossians, chapter one, verse number one. The grass withers and the flowers fade, but the word of God abides forever. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the will of God and Timothy, our brother. What I find really unique about this is that when Paul is writing to the saints in this city, he's saying, this letter that I'm writing to you, Paul says, is from both myself and from Timothy. You see, Paul had raised up Timothy in the things of God. Paul had laid his hands on Timothy and imparted a spiritual gift to him. Paul encouraged Timothy to let no man look down on your youth. Paul talked about Timothy and he said to him, Timothy, you need to be bold in the things of God. And Paul said of Timothy, you are truly to me a beloved son in the Lord. And I find this fascinating because we can raise people up in the things of God. Paul also said to Timothy, Timothy, you've known the scriptures from your youth. And Timothy was even taught by his grandmother in the things of God. When I'm thinking about this concept, it's also fascinating to me that the scriptures that Paul was referring to when he said to Timothy, you've known the scriptures from your youth that are able to equip you to every good work and to train you in righteousness. The scriptures that Paul was referring to that Timothy had known from his youth, listen now, were the Tanakh. Timothy knew the Hebrew scriptures because the New Testament hadn't been written yet. And so what we can infer from this is that the Hebrew Bible, the Torah, the, the prophets and, and the writings, the Psalms, etc., these scriptures, beloved, are used today in the lives of God's people to train us. That's why Jesus said, don't think I've come to abolish the law and the prophets. I've not come to abolish, but to fulfill. And he said, and everybody that teaches others, both from the New Testament writings and from the Hebrew scriptures, Jesus said there in Matthew 5, is gonna be called greatest in the kingdom of God. 
And so once again, I just find it fascinating here that Paul is writing this letter to the saints at Colossus, and it's from both himself and Timothy, his son in the Lord, that knew the Hebrew Bible from his youth. And uh, Timothy was raised in the Hebrew scriptures. And that Paul said to Timothy, listen, these scriptures that you were raised in, Timothy, the Torah, the prophets, and the Psalms and writings, these are the scriptures that are equipping you and training you for righteousness, even as Jesus used the Hebrew scriptures to defeat the devil in the wilderness. And we read that he quoted from the book of Deuteronomy four times there when he was doing battle with the devil in the wilderness as revealed to us in the book of Matthew chapter four. So with that introduction, I wanna move deeper into the book of Colossians to take you to the portion of scripture that we're looking to minister to you from today. And what we're doing is we're pulling out of the book of Colossians the prayer that Paul and Timothy were praying for God's people. You see, it's very critical that we take this seriously. The reason is, is because some of us are not being empowered with the Spirit of God, the way that God wants to empower us, listen, because we're asking Him for the wrong things. The Scripture warns us not to ask amiss, but if we ask anything the Bible tells us according to God's will, then we could be confident that he hears us and he's gonna answer our prayers. So how do we know if we're praying according to God's will? Well, one of the ways that we can know for certain, beloved one, that we're praying God's will is when we pray to Father God in Yeshua's name, the same things that the apostles prayed to him for because the apostles' prayers were inspired by the Ruach HaKodesh, by the Holy Spirit. So with that said, let's look at the prayer now that Paul and Timothy prayed. I'm reading from the book of Colossians, chapter one, beginning there in verse number nine. Paul says this, for this reason also, since the day we heard of it, notice he uses the word we there, for this reason also, since the day we heard of it, who's the we? He's talking about himself and Timothy. For this reason also, since the day we heard of it, we have not ceased to pray for you and to ask that you might be filled with the knowledge of his will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding. The first thing, beloved one, that I wanna point out, listen to me, is that Paul and Timothy were not just praying for themselves. Let me ask you a sincere question. How much of your prayer and my prayer is focused on just our own needs? In other words, how much do we really pray for other people? I have a hunch that many of us are only praying for our own needs. Some of you younger people, you're focusing almost all your attention. Father God, give me a husband. Give me a wife. Give me a job. Let me buy that house. And obviously we should bring all these things before Father. But are we praying for other people? You see, Paul said, listen, since the day we heard about you, Timothy and I, we have not ceased asking Father God to bless you in these ways. So I wanna challenge you and I today. Let's move our boundaries. Let's expand ourselves in the love of God. And let's begin to pray not just for our own needs, but let's begin to pray for other people. God wants our boundary in the Holy Spirit to extend so that we enter into the domain of love and come out of a sphere of selfishness. If we're gonna walk in the power of the kingdom, if we're gonna walk in righteousness, if we're gonna walk in the fullness of the Holy Spirit, we have to move beyond our own ego boundaries and we have to begin to become concerned with other people. Remember Paul began this prayer, he said, since the day that Timothy and I heard about you, we have not ceased praying for you. You see, the scripture tells us to not look out only for our own needs, 
but to look out for the needs of others. The scripture even says that we should consider others before ourselves. Now, I know this is not natural for us because in the natural, we're all selfish. But the point is, is that we're new creations and God is challenging us with his word today to help us to come out of the natural and to move into the supernatural and to become like Jesus who didn't come to be served, but he came to serve. And so let's begin to pray, beloved, for other people, even as we're praying for ourselves. You're listening to Discovering the Jewish Jesus and Rabbi will be right back. If you're looking to better equip yourself in your study, pursuit and growth in Jesus the Messiah, be sure to go online and explore our treasury of Messianic content. You'll find Messianic teaching tools and videos, information about God's seven annual feasts, the Hebrew names, titles of God, and so much more. This content is ready and available for you today online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. Did you know that you can connect with Rabbi right on your phone? The Rabbi Schneider app is packed with resources, videos, and a daily devotional that are designed to help jumpstart your day. The Rabbi Schneider app is free, bringing you inspiration and encouragement 24 hours a day and seven days a week. Simply search for Rabbi Schneider in your phone's app store and download the app today. To become a blessing in someone's life today, get in touch to partner with us. Our mission is to prepare the world for Jesus' return, and your financial gift is channeled directly toward this worthy cause. Take your first step today by calling 888-MY-RABBI. That's 888-MY-R-A-B-B-I, or visit us at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. Your contribution will equip others for Messiah's return. And now here is Rabbi Schneider with the rest of today's message. For this reason also, since the day we heard of it, we have not ceased to pray for you and ask that you might be filled with the knowledge of his will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding. So the first thing that Paul is praying for, for God's people, listen now, is that they would have a knowledge of God's will. God wants you and I, listen, to by the Spirit of God be sensitive to his will. He wants us to have spiritual discernment so that we can perceive what his will is. And Paul continues with all wisdom. Listen again. I'm asking that God would give you a knowledge of his will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding. God wants us to know when to come in and when to go out. He wants us to have a sensitivity to his will so that we can know when to speak and what to say and when to stop. Again, he wants us to know when to come and when to go. God wants us to be able to navigate through life abiding in his spirit. But how can we do that unless we have an awareness in the present moment of his will? We're not just talking about knowing his will because we've memorized the Bible in his head. Paul is praying that God's people would walk in a supernatural consciousness in the present moment of his will, that we'd be able to abide in him. Jesus said, he that abides in me bears much fruit. But you see, we can't abide in Jesus. We can't remain abiding in the Holy Spirit unless we're conscious of every second of God's will. 
I want to encourage you to get your spiritual antenna up. You see, God, beloved ones, is the God of the now. He's not just the God of yesterday. He's not just the God that worked in the life of Paul and Timothy and Daniel and Ezekiel and Moses and the Old Testament prophets. He's your God. Jesus said he's the God of the living. He's the God of the now. And we need to walk in the nowness of God. He is the I am that I am. When we begin to become sensitive to the Holy Spirit in the present, then we can walk, as Paul said, in the knowledge of his will. Paul said, I'm praying for you that you'll have the knowledge of his will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding. You see, wisdom enables us to apply the knowledge of God in the present circumstance. This is supernatural. This doesn't come just from book learning. It certainly comes through knowing the written word of God, but there needs to be a marriage in our life between knowing the written word of God and being sensitive to the ever-present Holy Spirit. That's why Jesus said to his apostles, it's good for you that I go away because when I go, I'm gonna send the Holy Spirit and he's gonna take of me and reveal me unto you. Every second, God's knowledge is being poured out into the earth. You see, even as the sun continues to give forth its rays, whether we can see it or not, so too the knowledge of God and the power of his spirit is continuing to pump toward us Paul prayed in another portion of scripture that we would have revelation concerning the power that's at work toward you and me. His power is ever flowing, listen now, toward you and me. So Father, I pray right now for all of us. I pray for those that are listening right now. Father, those that are hearing, those whom sense your spirit knocking at their heart. I pray for myself, even as Paul prayed, Father, that you would give us a spiritual sensitivity to your spirit. Father God, that you would open our heart and expand our consciousness to be able to perceive your will and to have all types of understanding and wisdom wherever we are. That the multifaceted dimensions of the Holy Spirit would pour forth from our life wherever we go. Father, that even as the rainbow surrounds your throne, even as Ezekiel saw you, God, with the rainbow around the radiance of your presence, I pray that we'd be able to be so sensitive to all the dimensions of your Holy Spirit operating in us and through us that we would walk in all spiritual wisdom and understanding. Father, right now in Yeshua's name, you said that what I loose on earth would be loose from heaven. And Father, in the name of your Son, I release right now into your people, other one that's under the sound of my voice right now with an open heart. Father, I release right now the keys to have spiritual wisdom and understanding in ways that they've never entered into before. Yeshua, I declare it over them. Even as Paul laid his hand on Timothy and imparted a spiritual gift, right now, Father God, in the Spirit, I release a spiritual gift an anointing of the Holy Spirit into the minds and hearts of your people to enter into a greater realm of walking in spiritual wisdom, understanding, and revelation for your glory in Jesus' name. Father, I'm reminded of how they brought the handkerchiefs to Paul. 
and how Paul prayed over the handkerchiefs, and then those handkerchiefs were brought to the sick, and the sick were healed. How the anointing, Father God, can be taken over time, over geographical areas, transferred and imparted right now, Father God, in Yeshua's name, by the authority of the office that I stand, and I release into your people, Father, into their minds and into their souls, the power of the resurrection. And Father, I ask you to strengthen them right now in spiritual wisdom and understanding and in the knowledge of your will that you would be glorified in the lives of your people. And if you're in agreement with that beloved one for your own life right now, just thank Father and say, yes, Father God, I believe it and I agree with that. Now let's move to the next verse. Paul says this, that I want you to have the spiritual wisdom and understanding for this purpose, Paul says in verse 10, so that you will walk in a manner worthy of the Lord to please him in all respects bearing fruit in every good work, increasing in the knowledge of God. You know what I really love about this verse, first of all, is it puts us in a place of accountability. Listen again how Paul begins in verse number 10. First he prays that we'll increase in spiritual wisdom and understanding. And then he tells us why. So that you will walk in a manner, listen now, worthy of the Lord. Do you hold yourself accountable to God to walk worthy of him. You know, there's so much teaching today on grace, and I believe in grace 10,000%. I'm saved by grace through faith alone. We're only saved by the grace of God. Even our faith is the gift of God. But you know what the problem is, beloved? If all we ever hear is that Jesus has done it all, that Father God has done it all through his Son, and we never hear that there's something we need to do, that we need to respond, that we are in partnership with God, then we've missed the boat. You see, Paul said, I want you to have this wisdom so that you'll walk in a manner worthy of the Lord and that you'll walk in a way that pleases Him. You see, some people, all they're hearing is a greasy grace and a sloppy agape. In other words, there's not balance to the message that some are preaching and some are hearing. It's salvation by grace through faith alone, but with this grace that we receive, there's an impartation, beloved one, listen to me, to walk in a way worthy of the Lord and to walk in a way that's pleasing to Him. I want you to get ready and I want you to prepare your heart because God is calling you and I to the next level. He's gonna give us a greater revelation of himself, but he's gonna do it, beloved, so we'll walk in a way that's worthy of him and in a way that's pleasing to him. And if you and I are gonna walk the way of holiness, we must walk in obedience, we must walk under his authority, and we must hold ourselves accountable, beloved, to obey him. You see, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and I'm praying that between now and next week, God will impart to you, beloved, the fear of the Lord that produces holiness in your life. You're listening to Discovering the Jewish Jesus. To learn more about this program or about our Bible teacher, Rabbi Schneider, let me invite you to go to our website. You'll find us online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. Well, Rabbi was in Jerusalem for this message, and we can only travel to the Holy Land and other places around the world because of your faithful partnership. When you pray for us or when you financially support this ministry with a gift of any amount, you're enabling us to walk in accordance with God's will to share his life-changing message with the world. Now here's Rabbi once again. 
Shalom and God bless you, beloved ones. In 1978, when the Lord supernaturally revealed himself to me as Jesus, I was instantly so excited. I started telling everybody about Jesus. I went out and bought a New Testament, started devouring the word of God. I was going to churches all over the city. And you know what? The only thing that cost me was gas money and the price of buying a Bible. But now that the Lord has raised me up to preach the gospel all over the world through television and on the ground crusades, this cost money. And beloved, I can't do it without you. The Lord has ordained that the gospel is financed through the finances of his people. I want to ask you today, if you believe in me, if you believe in this ministry, if you believe the kingdom is being built through this ministry, just sow a financial seed immediately and become a partner with us and you'll be blessed, beloved, because you're gonna have a reward for the souls that are being changed in this ministry. Thank you and shalom. To support this ministry with a gift of any amount, visit us online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com or give us a call. One of our team members will be happy to take your call when you dial 888-MY-RABBI. Or you can partner with us by visiting us online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. There are so many people out there who need to understand more about God and His will for our lives. And when you give to this ministry, we'll say thank you by sending you a monthly teaching CD or audio download that's designed to speak truth, faith, and revelation into your life. These messages are not messages that are included in this daily broadcast rotation, but they come from messages that Rabbi preached at his church, the Lion of of Judah in Toledo, Ohio. And for those of you who are new monthly partners, we'll also send you an authentic shofar that's been handcrafted in Israel. You know, the shofar is an ancient musical instrument that has so much meaning and symbolism for believers and Jewish people all around the world. And its sound is meant to awaken our hearts and our minds. And we'd love to send one to you when you commit to partnering with us each and every month. You can sign up online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com or by texting the keyword rabbi to the number 45777. You know, wisdom, it enables us to apply the knowledge of God in our present moments and our circumstances. But knowing how to pray in wisdom is something that takes practice. And so to help you discover the tools you need to pray in confidence, we'd like to direct you to a new book Rabbi's written called The Key to Answered Prayer. You'll find it online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. Now here's Rabbi with a special blessing. The ironic blessing in the book of Numbers chapter 6 is not a blessing that comes from an impersonal being out there somewhere in the heavens. This special blessing comes from a person Yahweh, God Almighty, our creator and maker. So receive God's blessing into your life right now. Yahweh, 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 Shalom.
The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift you up with his countenance and the Lord give you, beloved one, his peace. God bless you and shalom. If you'd like more information about Discovering the Jewish Jesus, visit our website at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. You'll find our broadcast schedule, podcast links, teaching notes, and so much more. And while you're there, let our prayer team pray for you. We lift up each individual request before the Lord. And then, as God answers your prayer request, or if God has touched your life through discovering the Jewish Jesus, send us your testimony. We want to rejoice with you, and your testimony will encourage others. Submit your prayer request or testimony at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. You can also connect with us on your social media outlets to stay up to date on the content you love. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and subscribe on YouTube. Connecting with Discovering the Jewish Jesus has never been easier. I'm your host, Dustin Roberts, and Discovering the Jewish Jesus is a production of Shalom Ministries. Be sure to join us again tomorrow when Rabbi Schneider explains all the ways to increase in love. That's Tuesday on Discovering the Jewish Jesus.